It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Kevin Smith, a.k.a. Kojak, is a rapper and record producer from Cabra. His debut LP, Towns Dead, was nominated for Choice Music Prize Album of the Year for 2021. He is an incredibly talented film director and the creative mind behind his own music videos and is co-founder of Soft Boy Records. But Kojak, I saw you perform at the Choice Music Prize a few weeks ago. How did it feel to be there? Yeah, it was brilliant. I haven't been in... Uh, Vicar Street I'd say probably in like three years mm-hmm. I hadn't seen a show there obviously with the pandemic and everything so I don't know it felt really like a like a massive celebration I'm a huge fan of David Balfe as well for, for those I love yes. so it was brilliant to see him get the win because I thought his album was amazing so yeah it was great lovely to be able to perform on the stage again lovely to see everybody again yeah, it was a great night So chat to us about because it was your debut LP Towns Dead that obviously got the nomination but tell us about the process of that album uh, it's been knocking around kind of the concept of it for the past I'd say probably four or five years and mm-hmm. I guess over the pandemic I had a bit of time just to work on it solely so that's when a, a lot of the kind of final pieces come in, came into into play but a lot of it was just about taking all their songs and making sure that it was kind of had an updated sound and everything sounded good because in my like it was my first album you know I've done projects before in the past yeah. but it felt like the very first album for me, you know, so I wanted something that felt cinematic, felt, felt like I had a, a kind of wider span and yeah, like Good Kid, Mad City if Kendrick Lamar is from Cabra, I suppose. Yeah, and then obviously your debut mixtape, Sunday Roast, was released, but what was the difference between doing a mixtape and then starting on an album? Obviously you said that you'd already kind of an idea mm-hmm. planned for it, but how difficult was it to kind of implement that? I think uh, a lot of it is kind of a mental game yeah. when it comes to like putting an album together because there, it feels like there's more pressure, you know. It's like a it's a bigger project to take on, but the process really is it's kind of similar. You start off with the songs, you make as much as you can, and then you whittle it down and figure out which ones work and what ones kind of create the right narrative. And I've done, you know, I, I've done a good few projects before, Sunday Rose and Deli Daydream and mm-hmm. Green Diesel and and worked on other people's music and stuff. So I had kind of good experience in terms of recording um, myself, and um, we were able to get it mixed and stuff. But, I mean, the process for me was the same as all my other types, still recording in the wardrobe and <laughs> making sure uh, it all sounds good. So the equipment got a little bit better, but the process is more or less the same. And obviously you chat about the narrative. I've seen your storyboards, because you are a film and video director, aren't you? 
Yeah, I've directed a good few music videos for myself and, and other people now. So the visual side of things is really important to me. Yeah, I can imagine it is. But do, I, I'm assuming that that would ease into the music as well. Like, do you purposely bring a story to your lyrics? I love storytelling. It's yeah. like, you know, and, and particularly kind of with hip hop. My favorite tracks tend to be ones that are kind of like a narrative, something you can follow mm-hmm. from the start to finish. So, um, you know, being a good storyteller is something I really kind of strive for. So, yeah, it's about kind of trying to make a movie without without pictures, I guess. And then when the visual side comes around to it, that's just like an added bonus. That's like, okay, how can we take this song and maybe put it in a new context or just do something that's kind of visually interesting to me, you know, something that gets me excited. And I think it's safe to say that when you mention the name Kojak, the visuals do kind of pop into people's heads because you do put a lot of work into them, don't you? They're very intricate. Yeah, I'm like a yeah, real cinephile. Mm, so love it. You know, I just kind of a lot. I don't. Mind, I, I'd love it to be like you know, it it'd feel like three minutes out of a feature film or something like that, which unfortunately means it's a hell of a lot of work lot of that work. goes into it. It's quite mm. expensive, um, but you know, I love to do it, and that's kind of why I do it. You know. And actually, I was looking at your video for Town Dead there last night, and I saw the comments underneath, and somebody going. Wow, this is just unbelievable. You've hooked me for life now. You've a new fan. That must be quite nice, actually, when somebody is kind of, obviously the music is a huge thing, but to see the visuals and then decide that you are now one of their favourites in life <laughs> must be quite nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, any positive feedback is nice to hear, you know, True. especially mm-hmm. kind of considering how much work goes into it. And that one was a tough one to, to, to pull off unbelievable watching a lot of uh, Sleepy Hollows <laughs> and a lot of like behind the scenes Sleepy Hollows trying to figure out how we do a music video where I'll have have my head cut off <laughs> but yeah it was yeah I worked with Sam McGrath that one it was lovely to work with him again he's an amazing director and obviously we, we've mentioned that you've put lots of work into the visuals but I do love the black and white ones so Casio and then White Noise as well yeah yeah was that purposely done or was that something you kind of decided afterwards? Um, we we would usually go into it knowing it's it's going to be black and white. And mm-hmm. there's a kind of certain mood to it, you know, and it's, yeah. I don't know. When everything's kind of uniform with, with a kind of, in terms of colour palette and stuff, you can focus a lot more on performance and um, and what kind of, you know, it's, it, it just gives a certain feeling to it. Um, and I think the kind of heavier songs, you know, kind of, it makes sense to do stuff like that um, in terms of subject matter and stuff. You know, it's kind of reflective of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, as I said before, for those I love, I've been a massive fan of him. Mm-hmm. He's also a huge fan of um, Burnt Out, uh, you know, Paul Curran's band. And their music videos were always black and white and really captivating. The image imagery was just gorgeous in it, so that was a big inspiration as well. Yeah, I think black and white hit different, really, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it saves you save you some money grading as well, <laughs> well that's so that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's true too. See, so you teamed up with Maverick Sabre for Casio. What's it like to collab with other artists like that? Well, Maverick's a dream, really. I sent him over the track and told him my idea that I had for it, um, which was kind of vague, you know. I kind of just mm-hmm. told him I wanted something kind of choral and if you could double up on the choruses as well, that'd be brilliant. And <laughs> The, the most difficult process was actually just eliminating the tracks because he sent me back about a hundred different takes. Wow! And, um, they were just gorgeous. He's got such an amazing voice. So yeah, the hardest part was arranging it because he sent me too much good stuff, basically. <laughs> so yeah, he he was really really good to work with, and he's a lovely fella. Like 
that's quite a good complaint that you get too much good things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was actually chatting to him a couple of weeks ago and he was saying that he'd love to put together an Irish hip hop album and just get all the Irish hip hop artists together for one album. I'm just like, I think you, you all need to get together and do this album. I want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd, I'd love to. And I think he'd be a great person to curate it because he's, um, you know, as big of an artist as he is, he doesn't kind of forget his roots. He's really mm-hmm. involved with the kind of Irish hip hop scene. And can you hear that airplane over my head now? A little bit, but helicopter? it's okay. That's okay. All right, no bother. <laughs> um, yeah, like he's he's really really involved in the Irish hip hop scene, which I think is just like lovely to see. Um, someone as big as he is being still so interested and involved and in kind of getting getting to know kind of new up and coming artists. And I think that's the nice thing as well about the Irish music community. There is really a community there. Like people are out to help each other. Really. Yeah, I mean it's a small pond, you know, yeah. and. Uh, and yeah, it's it's nice that it's there's there's people there helping each other out and that sort of thing. And then obviously we have Kojak, creator of Artists Against Homelessness, which is taking place at the weekend. Tell us about putting together a show like this. Yeah, it, yeah, it was fun. I I had a I had a good time kind of picking them out, and I mean, I'm a massive Damien Dempsey fan as well. Mm-hmm. So when he kind of said that he could do it. You know, I was over the moon because I've been to about four or five different, you know, Damo Dempsey at Christmas shows, you know, and they're yes. such like, uh, such a staple of kind of Dublin culture. And it really is. It's like, yeah, I feel like it's <laughs> like the one time a lot of a lot of taxi men in Dublin can actually cry. So <laughs> That's, uh, it's a good buzz going down there. There's just a great energy in the room. I'm delighted to be able to bring that down to the Olympia. Along with everybody else is playing. I mean, there's like Shiv and Courtesy and Effie. There's like loads of brilliant artists. Yeah. Um, on the on the lineup, like in real up and comers, so it's class. So I'm I'm really excited about it. And I'd say you're busy at the moment because you're getting ready to head off on an American tour. That's right. Yeah, yeah, heading off in May. That's pretty All exciting. Yeah, it's my first headline tour in America, and um, I've been once for South by Southwest, but I mean that's only in Texas. So this is like six states across North America, and I can't wait for it. Yeah, still pinch myself about it to be honest. Have you already started preparing for it? Mm, we kind of keep it loose, <laughs> you know. I, I like to kind of just feel it out and, and feel the energy in the room and kind of play it that way. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're, we're obviously already prepared. We come prepared anytime we play anywhere. But, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm trying to figure out what the crowd is going to be like, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, enjoy it. I'd say the weather will be gorgeous. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. Thanks very much. Kojak, thank you so much for taking the time. No problem at all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.